Hi, I'm Vanessa Morris, and I'm a proud Yorta Yorta, Jajarung, and Wiradjuri woman. And this is the podcast of Triple R's Banksia, a weekly show celebrating First Nations music, arts, and culture. Banksia is broadcast live on Triple R from Wiradjuri country every Monday from midday to 1 pm. Hope you enjoy the podcast and feel free to get in touch via the Triple R website. As mentioned earlier, I'm Vanessa Morris and I'm a proud Yorta Yorta, Jaja Rung and a Wiradjuri woman and this is Bangsia, a show which is dedicated to First Nations music, arts and culture. And today I'll be joined by a couple of special guests and first up I'll be having a chat with curator, mentor and artist Kiri Toa. And we'll be talking all about the Little Mellop Street Project, redevelopment project at the Geelong Arts Centre, which officially opened about a month ago. And I have had a couple of conversations with people over the last year or so about projects in that, including Kate James and Jared Black and Taryn, Taryn Love. And yeah, the project features large scale works from Kate, Taryn, Jared and Mick Ryan and Kiri was the mentor. So looking forward to speaking to them about that project and how it feels to have this permanent large scale works now open for people to get along and enjoy at the Geelong Art Centre. Looks quite beautiful. And Kiri is also the co-curator of the Yukapa exhibition it burns for us with Taran Love, which is currently on display at Wadawurrung Country at Platform Arts until the 23rd of September. So until the end of this week, and it features works from a number of First Nations artists. So also hoping that we can chat about that as well and many other things, I'm sure. And in the second half of the show as well, I'll be having a conversation with photographer Michael Jalaru Torres, and we'll be speaking about a series of works that they have currently on display at the Ballarat International Photo Biennale until the 22nd of October, and the series that they have is called Vessel, so looking forward to learning more and unpacking more about that and Michael draws inspirations from the unique landscapes and people of the Kimberley region and his photography poems seek to illuminate so-called Australia's dark history and modern day issues and shape communities both remote and urban, which is something quite powerful. And he also founded Black Lens, a collective of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander photographers and videographers to support and amplify First Nations voices, talent, culture and stories across the photography industry, which I'm hoping that we can also speak about as well. And as you may already know, and if you didn't already know, it is still currently Radiothon and people have up until the 4th of October to subscribe or donate to show some love to help keep this station and the many amazing shows that are on this station on the air. And you can find out all about that via the Triple R website, and that's rr.org. 
Au and at the top there as well, I played a track from Izzy and that was called Smile. It's such a good vibes track. And um, next I'm going to leave you with a track from Jada Weasel. This one's called Inhibitions. And I did actually have Jada on the show last week to speak all about her debut EP, No Peace, which is out now. Such a beautiful release, which this track is from. And you can pre-order the EP on vinyl as well. So definitely recommend looking up Jada to learn more about her and keep in tune. She's been doing so much amazing things. So I'll leave you with this track and I'll be back with you soon. Melbourne's own. Triple You're listening R. to Banksia on 3 Triple R, and I'm now really excited to be joined by Michael Jalaru Torres, who is a photographer, and we're here to talk all about their series vessel, which is currently on display at the Ballarat International Photo Biennale until the 22nd of October. And they also founded Black Lens, which is a collective of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander photographers and videographers, um, which I'm hoping that we can also chat about today. Firstly, Michael, thank you so much for joining me today on Banksia. Welcome to the show. Yeah, hi, Nessa. Um, yeah, thanks for having me and um, yeah, looking forward to talking about uh, my work at Ballarat and also, I guess, about Black Lens. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's really great to have you here to talk about your work and, um, yeah, with your series, Vessel, which is currently on display at the Ballarat International Photo Biennale. Um, yeah, how does it feel to be sharing that with people? Um. Yeah, it's quite surreal, to mm. be honest. Um, first time I've, I've actually been part of a photo biennale in, at this scale, so mm. it was quite exciting. Um, and also being able to work on a new series to, I guess, premiere at the festival. So, mm-hmm. you know, all of that tied in together and, and first time showing, in, oh, it's actually second time in Ballarat I'm, I've done a show. So. Oh, yeah. It's actually great to be actually seeing the works post COVID. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. How um, has the response been to the series that you have on display um, in Ballarat at the moment? Yeah, I mean, I was there for two days during the launch, so yeah. you know, I had a lot of people um, come up to me and speak about my work and. You know, talking just saying how powerful it is and mm. you know, and the works are great and beautiful stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, hopefully, I'll get more of a, a ruckus um, response later on from the Ballarat crew of mm-hmm. um, you know how people have um, engaged with the works. Um, yeah, because it yeah. is. No, it... you know. It's one of the things we kind of have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, it's open for another um, month or so until the 22nd of October. And, yeah, for those listening in, can you tell us about, I guess, the uh, story or, yeah, kind of the narrative behind the series that you have on display? Yeah, yeah. I was just, you know, started to explore objects mm. and and. Um, with this vessel series, it's focusing on the baler shell, mm-hmm. um, so which is a shell that's you know predominantly around the coastal regions, you know, where, especially where we are in the north northwest. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a vessel that is quite 
important, but it's an everyday object, I guess, you know, because mm-hmm. you'd use it for people back in the day would use it for carrying water and, and other yeah. possessions and stuff. So, you know, and for the region where we are, you know, the, the baler shell is called Binga, mm-hmm. and Binga comes from a celestial being that um, came from the ocean and mm-hmm. when she travel the land um, mm-hmm. where the fresh water would f- fall is where the water holes would be created. So it's quite a special object in that regards, mm-hmm. tying back to the old stories. Mm-hmm. And so this vessel and this object and I guess tying it all in with um, pre-contact, contact and then post-colonial, you know, generational trauma, mm-hmm. I've kind of tied it all in where um, the vessel, a female body is a vessel as well, mm-hmm. obviously carrying a, a child for nine months. Mm-hmm. And so that's my connection with the trauma and stuff like that. So it's generational trauma mm-hmm. and um, linking it all in. So it's a first, it's a three-part series and this mm-hmm. is the first series. Um, so I'll create and produce and showcase the other two series over the next two years. Oh, yeah. Which, um, yeah, which not necessarily will be in photographic form. It mm-hmm. could be sculptural, mm-hmm. video and um, written word as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a mixture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like quite a powerful series and, yeah, that object, um, the vessel, which is the shell you were talking about and that, mm-hmm. yeah, important I guess role or yeah, kind of the the versatility of that um, object and yeah, presenting it in three different parts and this being the first series. Yeah, it sounds quite um, interesting and yeah, exciting to see what the next two um, p- parts of this series would be as well. Um, is it something that you kind of thinking about, or is it something that maybe just will happen organically in a sense? Uh, no, I've, a lot of my work, I actually sketch and draw my concepts mm-hmm. months and even years ahead of time. Yeah. And I do have the next two series all ready to go. It's just a matter of creating it and um, sometimes waiting for the season. So, you know, some of the stuff I do need to film is during the wet season for the when the big storms arrive. So, mm-hmm. and then also when. I have availability of people who will be part of the story as well. So um, I'm taking my time with it, but mm-hmm. it's all there ready to go. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, your works um, are quite beautiful and some people listening in might recall an image that you did for Kian um, with the cover of her Better Things um, single release where she's wearing this beautiful floral headpiece um and I've also seen some of your other works where yeah quite planned but quite powerful um where there's the image um blood of my blood in the Tepa Mm. exhibition um yeah how is it Mm -hmm. for you I guess in terms of that um ways of thinking or you're kind of coming up with these really like creative and impactful um approaches of creating the artworks that you do in photography yeah, I guess it goes back to the conceptual stage where, 
the works that I did with um, Kian, you know, I shot that way back then for mm. this series and I just <laughs> held on to it until I was ready yeah. to actually start going back home because I did that when I was in Melbourne and during mm. COVID. So a lot of it is, you know, working years in advance mm. and just creating when I've got opportunity and then putting it all together and, um, you know, working on multiple concepts. <laughs> it, it is quite frantic in the headspace, which is why I draw and sketch it all down mm-hmm. in little notepads, which has kind of really helped me um, hone my storytelling, I guess, mm-hmm. in my work lately. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's quite... I was quite excited to get this series started and, and to actually showcase because um, just knowing how powerful the story is but shot in a quite um, minimalist um, style, mm. um, I was hoping people would really engage with it and just, you know, t- they can then go on their own journey. Mm. Um, just, I guess, you know, being experience or oh, exposed to the works and then yeah going on their own journey to find out more about you know not only the the, the object but also the mm. story behind the object Mm-mm. yeah yeah um yeah it's kind of interesting um yeah storytelling or using artwork as a way to maybe get people to think about their own journey and also um I guess before chatting to you now as well and learning about um your journey as well which led to photography where you previously worked more in uh media and as a graphic designer um but then now in photography however there is kind of an element of yeah kind of creating or sketching ideas before kind of capturing them or working out the different concepts. Um, Yeah, how's your journey been in photography since I guess you started, well, it's been a a long time now, but yeah, how has that journey been from going from more of a graphic design background to now more photography? Yeah, I I guess you can really see in my work, especially the, the fine art side of my work, Mm. the heavily influenced graphic design and mm. composition work, mm. um, even the use of colour as well, Yeah. Um, which I guess, you know, it makes it easier for me because I can visualise what mm. I want to create yeah. and quite easily, Yeah. Um, I guess, create it <laughs> in yeah, a yeah. way yeah. where I actually do a lot of the work before I even take a photo. So um, it's, you know, adding and removing elements Mm. and then actually working with with capturing the image that I want to capture. So Mm. um, which, you know, I guess a lot of artists do cross over different genres Mm. and and also, you know, through their lifetime different industries. And Mm. um, I guess I've just used all my knowledge that I've had behind the scenes to Mm. actually start sharing my stories that I want to tell mm. in the photographic world, but then, yeah. you know, also now branching out to to text and video as well. Yeah, and earlier I was mentioning sculpture as well, um, which, yes, I think is yeah. quite, yeah, interesting, um, yeah, as an artist and being, yeah, just generally creative and 
working on and with different mediums to tell different stories and yeah looking at yeah the photography work that you do um and all of the work that goes into creating the image um yeah it's definitely beyond just capturing the image um which is quite yeah special about your work and as mentioned earlier as well so you did um start Black Lens Collective as well which is a collective of First Nations photographers and videographers um yeah can you tell us about that a bit more yeah so uh, obviously myself living in the Broome which is a very remote region in Australia mm. when I decided to go into more photography in a commercial sense um it was quite hard to not only get work, but just to network and to gain experience. Mm. Um, I then fortunately moved over to Melbourne for a few years. Mm. Um, this was just before COVID. Mm. And I started to network and, and see what was around Melbourne and realised there wasn't, it was quite hard to find other First Nation photographers. You know, you had to really search online and mm. always had people you know, in different media and organisations and industry, always have an excuse that they, it's quite hard to find First Nation photographers. They don't mm. know where to look. Mm. And so I thought I'd do something about that mm. in, in my own way and reach out to other photographers online. And this was mm. just before COVID. And so that kind of got the ball st- started rolling and then suddenly just exploded with myself, you know, finding more and more mm. First Nation photographers. And we all had the same, I guess, pros and cons with the industry and we all decided, you know, um, let's work on a collective and we came up with a name, came up with a logo um, and then I slowly created the website as a really basic directory mm. so that... When, when um, people do want to find First Nation photographers, they can go to our website, mm. which is um, blacklens.com.au. Um, that's black without the C. Yeah. Um, and then they can find, you know, um, our photographers state by state mm. or nationally and, yeah, and then contact yeah. them directly for whatever services they're after. Um, so it's a slow build. Um working towards bigger uh, and bigger projects and, and a bigger footprint across the industry um, down the track. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been, you know, for a few of the crew, they've really used it as a launching pad to, to you know, build up their own commercial and as well as their art form and mm-hmm. photography, um, you know, um, working with, with a lot of major Industry people like um, Getty Images and oh, yeah. I mean the media, the major media outlets in Australia as well as the New York mm. Times, um, yeah. and yeah, everyone's just going on their own journeys, and Mm-mm. you know we're all sharing ideas and sharing jobs between each other, mm-hmm. you know, in case someone can't do it, so we, sh- we pass it on oh, yeah. to uh, to our network and to try and you know uh, promote each other. Yeah. And yeah, no, it's. You know, I've I've had a lot of um, positive feedback that from industry people when I do travel. You know that they found a photographer through the the, the network and that, and mm. 
so it's working it's working mm-hmm. you know it, it's it's there's a long way to go obviously um and um it's it's more about not only um promoting our photographers but yeah. also getting them ready for those you know commercial jobs and you know and and allowing them to go from a hobby to to a casual business to a full-time business mm. Yeah, it sounds like a really great um, initiative and I'll put up a link on the Triple R website as well to Black Lens and yeah, for those listening in as well, so I've been having a chat with Michael Jalaru-Torres and we've been speaking about their photography work, um, including a series of works, um, Vessel, which is currently on display at the Ballarat International Photo Biennale until the 22nd of October and it's the first of a three-part series, um, which we'll be expecting to see that next two parts to it um coming out in the coming years um and they also yeah founded black lens which is a collective of aboriginal and torres strait islander photographers and videographers um with a really great director as well on the website so i'll put up more information to those on the triple r website later as well um michael it's been really amazing to chat with you um yeah is there anything else coming up that you can quickly tell us about or maybe we can just stay tuned somewhere um, yeah, no, it's, oh, just multiple little projects as well as working with the um, the WA Museum in Perth. Um, got a major project working with them, which won't come out for another year and a bit. So, ah, yeah, yeah, it's you know, hopefully do another photo exhibition in Melbourne soon yeah, next yeah. year, and yeah, just. Keep plodding along. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, really exciting. Um, yeah, Michael, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, it was really good to chat with you. And, yeah, I really love your work. It's quite, um, yeah, beautiful and really impactful. But, yeah, hope to chat to you again another time soon. Um, and, yeah, for people listening in, I'll put up more information to their series at the Ballarat International Photo Biennale as well as the Black Lens Collective as well. Um, yeah, thank you so much for joining me today, Michael. I really appreciate your time. No worries. Thank you. Thank you. Triple R. You're listening to Banks Yeah on 3 Triple R. My name is Vanessa Morris, and that's about it for the show today. I was lucky to be joined by a couple of special guests. And first up, I had a chat with Kiri Tuohai, and we spoke about the exhibition that they're currently co curating at. Uh, the platform arts on Wadarong Country and that's called It Burns for Us and that's open until the 23rd of September and I just had a chat with photographer Michael Jalaru-Torres and we spoke about the series of Work Vessel which is currently on display as part of the Ballarat International Photo Biennale until the 22nd of October up next is Zero G and I'll see you back on the Triple R Airwaves soon. I'll of course put links up to all of those things as well that I spoke about on the show. But yeah, I'll see you back on the Triple R Airwaves next week. Hi, this is Mel Cranenberg. Thanks for listening to the podcast of Triple R's Backstory, a weekly radio show exploring books, stories, the craft of writing and the people behind the lines. Backstory is broadcast live on Triple R from Melbourne, Australia every Wednesday. Hope you enjoyed the podcast and feel free to get in touch with us via the Triple R website, Facebook, Instagram or Twitter.